0: Welcome to episode six of your Missing the Point podcast, where we discuss the weird, the wonderful, and the damn right bizarre aspects of life as we have conversations with people from all over the world. Today, I'm joined by a man who's kicking absolute goals within the podcasting community. He's a taco tinkerer, a reality rethinker, the one and the only Nate of Reality Ours. Hey, man. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for joining me, mate. So, we have you on today to talk about a recent project that you've been working on and and produced recently with a friend ben for the anomaly hunter x the search for psychic sasquatch
1: yeah man that was a lot of fun i you know if we had done this a different time i bet we could have got ben on he's in mexico right now he's drinking tequila he says by the pool that bastard
0: yeah he just messaged me before saying he's um had a few too many and he's enjoying himself how lucky is he <laughs> so what a fantastic opportunity for you to talk uh <laughs> yeah about psychic sasquatch and produce and be a part of a documentary about something that you've I dare say you've been interested in your whole life as as we tend to be in our conspiracy community.
1: Yeah, it's a funny thing, man. You never think that uh you're going to turn that into anything, you know, just I was a fucking kid and I loved the idea of Bigfoot and all kinds of crazy shit, man. Like I was one of those weird Nerdy, probably slightly autistic kids that would like spend time in the library. And I was always like looking at science books and shit and like just trying to like I I would go and find those textbooks, the ones that were like teaching me about fake evolution, how we like evolved from monkeys and things like that. (laughs) And I would think about Bigfoot and I just assumed that he was like a less evolved version of a human and he was like some like version of a Neanderthal. And now I have a completely different idea of who and what Bigfoot is. And that's why I wanted to get you on
0: because I think I'm still on the fence about it. I've always had that idea of, I don't think it's just a uh, upright walking ape, but I definitely think there's a link to humanity somewhere along the lines. And I'm still very much in the mind that it is a physical entity. Whereas I think there's two polar opposites at the moment in the community where it's either an upright, upright walking ape or it's an interdimensional creature. And I think we need to blur those lines a bit more and meet in the middle. And that's where we'll probably find our answer. What do you think?
1: Well, that's, that's sort of where I'm at right now. Cause I, you know, I can't tell you that I know anything, but I can tell you where my gut is telling me, you know, and it's funny, like you're saying, there is a giant divide in the Bigfoot community. Cause like, dude, I had some pretty interesting connections to some really famous Bigfoot hunters Uh, like, you know, the dorks on TV and stuff. Um, And some of them are really cool, actually. And a lot of those guys are awesome. Really awesome. I'm not hating on them. But a couple guys in particular um, were like, yeah, we'll definitely, yeah, we'll definitely, we can talk. Yeah, we'll definitely come on the show. And then as soon as we fucking said that we think Sasquatch might be psychic, there might be, like, some interdimensionality, they were just like, they are done. Ghosted (laughs) us. Because, like, the old guard is very like it's it's just funny man they're just very like they think he is a flesh and blood creature and that's it and there's no there's no debating there's nothing and so i i say all right fuck off because you know what i'm i think i'm gonna have a better chance of finding him so you can go suck in the dick and have fun you know
0: (laughs) it's like the definition of how science changes one death at a time and it's the same in the conspiracy community
1: unfortunately yeah, man. And, uh, you know, I've had some really interesting conversations, uh, you know, and, um, one of them is with Chris Matthews, uh, shout out to Chris. We love him for knowledge news. Um, we actually had this conversation and the big thing that we came up with was like, if like, because we think the phenomena is very related to like with the interdimensionality, right. Where we think that there's a big connection between that and even aliens and with all kinds of high strangeness and orbs, maybe even ghosts and different things like that. And it's like, if we were able to combine the two communities and we used like different methods that each other is using, that's why, uh, and what's really cool is like my partner, Ben, uh, shout out to anomaly hunters, um, he agrees with me and that's why we were trying to like the ce5 the like trying to like talk to orbs and aliens kind of thing we were using that type of methodology trying to summon bigfoot and it didn't work but that doesn't mean it's not going to work you know and so i think that's what we have to do
0: yeah and it's like when i was watching the documentary recently again just to get my notes up for the show and that idea of having your presence known and your intentions known that's just something that happens in nature as well i know as a hunter i'm going out with the intention i'm going to kill something for food and the prey knows that on some kind of level they know it whereas if you're going out on a bushwalk or just for some leisure the animals have a completely different interaction with people than what they would if you're the apex predator
1: 100 dude I mean, I think that animals are a hell of a lot smarter than we give them credit for. Um, I was res- I was recently listening to one of my favorite podcasts. Actually, um, actually, they're in your neck of the woods. You ever listen to uh, Mysterious Universe? No, I haven't heard of it. No, Dude, have to give listen. Fucking awesome. They're a couple Aussies. Nice. No, have you to should try to talk me. to them, man. Yeah, definitely. Those guys are awesome. Uh, but anyway,s they. they- they had this show where they were actually talking about, um, they were talking about, so this is in South Africa and they were talking about their version of, um, of Bigfoot. And they were discussing um, because they were looking for the particular guy as a scientist. And he was looking, I think, for these, uh, these wild elephants that live out in the bush ish somewhere in South Africa, where there's not supposed to be any, I think it's like near the Cape. Like um, I can't remember where that's called uh, down there in South Africa, but um, Anyway, so he's looking for uh, these these elephants and he's like on the coast and this guy, he sees uh, this giant whale where it's not supposed to be. It's this big, huge whale. It's like not the right time of year, not the type of season. And this wheel, this whale's come up like really close to the coast and he turns around and he finally finds that big elephant that he's been looking for, the big matriarch. It's like this big, huge, ancient old lady and he swears to God, it's like they were, they were like, he could hear the elephant kind of making some like weird guttural kind of noises. And same with the whale. He swears that they were talking to each other. This whale and this big giant elephant were communicating and having this conversation. It's fucking wild, dude. Like, um, I, I just think that we don't fucking know because we can't communicate with animals. We have no fucking idea how smart they are. I think, I mean, I don't think like goldfish are fucking smart, but goddamn (laughs) octopuses are smart as shit. Oh, yeah. Like, we just, we don't know. Like, we just assume, we assume too much. We're the fucking apex predators and we're fucking brilliant. And I think we're like, I think we're in the middle. I don't think we're that fucking smart.
0: It's the hubris of man. I think we're midwits. The hubris Mm -hmm. of man. We think we're the best. Like, let's bring it back to what maybe the average person can understand. If you've got more than one cat or more than one dog, They communicate with just looks and gestures more than entire sentences that humans communicate to each other. They have this means of communication. I have a theory that cats can speak to each other telepathically. That's just my theory, the Mm -hmm. way you see them interact. It's crazy what they do. But, yeah, you're definitely right. There's
1: more to animals. Telepathically or just, like, they are more perceptive. And maybe they're on fucking frequencies that we honestly just can't hear. We're pretty damn limited, dude. Like, the frequencies that we can visually see and that we can, like, audibly hear, we're really fucking... we're Like, I think there's shit just outside of our periphery that is, like, right in front of us, and we'd have no idea.
0: Yeah, we and... No I, idea. I say this a lot. Human race, we are self-domesticated. We've probably toned ourselves down a lot from what we were originally three hundred, four
1: hundred thousand 400,000 years ago. And I think that's on purpose. And I think that the... Even like I think a 100 years ago, I mean, you have to think about the founders of the United States. I sometimes think about that. I use that as an example. Like, they were fucking like men at 20. Like, those guys were doing the Declaration of Independence, signing all that shit, like declaring a revolution and declaring independence. Those guys were like 20, 22, 24. Like, what the fuck are 24 year olds doing right now? They're still living with their fucking mom. They're still like whacking <laughs> off the porn hub and shit. Like they're maybe working at fucking Starbucks. If they like, if they have a gumption or something, you know,
0: not to mention people, like the human life race has lost
1: a lot. 20. Absolutely. We have, it's this paternalism that we've accepted from the government. We've like given away our responsibility. We've like given away too much. And now we're fucking losers. (laughs) Like you take the average idiot in your neighborhood, your town, and you put them in the bush. How long are they going to live? In the middle of the bush. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, like we've lost a lot. Like we've lost too much. We're soft. Uh, Yeah.
0: Uh, This is, This is something that drives my idea around, like I don't dismiss the psychic or the interdimensionality of what Sasquatch could be, but even on a base level of a physical animal that has an at base intelligence to what we have or higher, I think that's all they need to remain hidden, and I'll get to that in a moment. Before we jump into it, though, were you introduced to Bigfoot and Sasquatch the same way I was? Because I think we're the
1: same age. My first introduction was Harry and the Andersons. What about you? I don't think I have ever watched that show or that movie. I don't think I ever saw it. I mean, I saw it on the shelf, but I don't think that we ever rented it and took it home. Um, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no. I don't, I mean, I grew up with like, because I grew up in a place that's called Humboldt County. Uh, it's this little, little shitty tent. Well, it's actually amazing. It's this beautiful little county uh, way up north in California. And they call it, uh, what do they call it? Anyways, it's like kind of secluded in this like area that's just surrounded by trees, ancient, ancient trees. Like we have what's called the sequoia giants. If you look up, look those up later, these big giant redwood trees that are, I don't know, some of them can be like a couple thousand years old. They're absolutely wild. Like they're segments that they have like a tree, right? And they have it cut in half. And so you can see the rings. They're like, this is when this happened. This is when Caesar was born. This is when Jesus was born. This is when like, it's crazy, dude, these old beautiful giant trees. And so like, uh, like when I was a kid, I would hear people talk about it. And there was all these sculptures from all these like, uh, like tweakers, basically it would like <laughs> sit there and like out of wood burls, make all these tons of, of Sasquatch sculptures. So like, th- like the lure was all around me. You know what I mean? That's, that was just like, there was something that we talked about. It was kind of like a mascot almost, you know, you're, see you're sculptures
0: of Bigfoot. And... You're in ground zero for Bigfoot culture in America. You're in the Pacific Northwest. That's where that is, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. in the Redwood forest, absolutely beautiful scenes. I wish I made it that way over when I was that over there, but maybe for the future, let's talk about yeah. the documentary. You had me on the edge of your seat at the very start when I saw you taking that two wheel drive car up that dirt track. <laughs> that clearly is designed Dude, for maybe motorbikes or horses. It's
1: so much more gnarly <laughs> than you think it was. Like it was scary as fuck. Like I was literally like, I, I don't know how much you can tell in the thing, but like my hands were shaking a little bit. Like I had so much adrenaline in me, like that road narrowed so much that like, I legitimately could barely keep two wheels on it. And then it was a fucking actual sheer cliff. Like these giant like boulders and rocks that would like sure death here, and then just like scraping it like it was fucking gnarly, dude. You're uh, I think and then you're- it went straight the fuck up, and then like my car was just going <laughs> like this, just falling backwards, and my wheels were spinning. And so I like I'm still on the sheer cliff. I had to fucking go full reverse all the way down, and then gun it. That was the <laughs> only way I was gonna get up there, and there was no way to turn around. So I was just like. I, there's one way out of here. You know, I had to keep going. You know, <laughs> it was, you know I, was, it was you know I was thinking the whole time.
0: Never trust the GPS, Nate. Never. I definitely, I probably, this is just Google me. is trying
1: to kill me. Or your NSA Google was definitely trying to kill me. Your NSA agent went, yep, take this road. 15 minutes will save you. <laughs> Dude, it did not save me any fucking time. It didn't save me a fucking like in fact it probably took me an extra half hour because I had to drive so slowly. And dude, there were potholes that like go up to my knee in some places. So I was like trying to avoid that shit. And like
0: (laughs) So next time, you need a four-wheel drive. Two, don't trust Mm -hmm. the computer. I noticed that your son was in this one. That's an amazing thing to take your son out on what an experience.
1: Dude, that was pretty fantastic. Yeah, my son is finally at an age where he's like old enough, I wouldn't say responsible enough, but like, you know, he's a, he's a little shithead. <laughs> and uh it it's great, man. Yeah, it was absolutely fun to take him along with me. And I think he's going to be part of it like and he got to bring his his good buddy and I think they're going to be there for us in future videos like cuz we're planning on making a series of different documentaries, which is going to be a lot of fun.
0: That'd be great. It sounds like an awesome plan. It definitely needs more. Like it was great that it was it at- a short little bite-sized introduction to it, but I, I can't wait to see what you produce more as, as a team. I really liked the information that we had in between the scenes and the dubbed over voices of Scott Pace and Chris Matthew that added a lot to it and gave you that bit of extra yeah. detail. What do you think is going to be the next big step for you as
1: a, a Bigfoot or Sasquatch investigator? Like you've kind of got your boots on the ground now. What's next? Uh, You know, it's interesting, man. I I actually have been doing a lot more interviews with uh, other folks. I was just talking to a guy named Bigfoot Anon. He's a lot of fun. Uh, I just got off uh, with Chaz of the Dead not that long ago when we talked some Bigfoot. And So, I mean, uh, honestly, just learning more things. um, I work a lot. And so I have a hard time finding uh, time to get out in the forest and get real remote. So it's probably going to have to wait till next summer before I really get in the middle of the woods again. Um, Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I, unless, you know, I might go, I might try to go this winter. Yeah.
0: That'd be interesting. The daily grind definitely gets in the way of what we do, but you know what? You have to do what you do. Knock off as much of your debt as you can while you can, while you're young. So you can spend that time out there when you're older.
1: Dude, that's what I'm trying to do, man. It's wild. I just started another fucking job. So I have, two almost i have one full-time job and one almost full-time job so officially I'm working 80 hours 75 80 hours a week and then i'm probably doing like four or five interviews my wife hates me <laughs> <laughs> but i you know what
0: with the amount of, of views and likes and subscriptions you're getting at the moment i dare say you're going to be getting your foot in the door somewhere in the future where at least your um your show could be supplemented by patreon views or donations that it could at least pay for the show for you that's something
1: yeah i'm hoping at some point yeah we're working towards that i just started monetizing the show actually and um uh yeah i don't know i think i've made this week i've made probably 30 bucks which is interesting that's it's the 30 new. bucks you that's didn't have before exactly man and like dude my wife is you know whatever <laughs> i love my wife. uh so uh you know, that's going to be my money, the money that I get from the show and anyone that wants, you know, throw donations, whatever at us, that's great. That's going to go towards the show. And like, cause dude, I need like a roadcaster. I need a new mic. I need some things so that I don't quite sound like shit. (laughs) Uh, Cause I'm starting to get enough listeners uh, that I should probably put out a higher quality uh, audio version at least. Well, that, that's the whole the whole point of it. You are kind of you're pushing yourself as you're going. You're at that
0: next step now in in your podcast, so it's great to hear that you're you're striving for that next step. All right, I want to throw a few a few concepts at you,
1: yeah. and
0: get, get your point of view on it. So I base a lot of my research off um, the works of Lloyd Pye. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He wrote a book called Everything You Know Is Wrong, and an updated version called Everything You Still Know Is Wrong. Um, essentially, it's more of a physical side of Sasquatch, but it doesn't put it in the lens of a a great ape that walks upright. It puts it as a a human cousin or another human being. Um, Whether it has special abilities or not, I can't say, but I don't think that the two are mutually exclusive. So to start off with, we think about all pre-human skulls, so all the pre-humans which are upright walking apes at the time, they all were grossly ape-like. They had human bodies, but the skulls are very ape-like. They had sagittal crests like gorillas have. They have an occipital bun where the brain goes out the back. They have low brows, wide eye sockets, large nasal passages, strong jaws but with no chin, and a protruding mouth. So those very ape-like things. They also have uh, an upside-down funnel uh, chest cavity. So the ribs go on a funnel, whereas ours is like a, a barrel shape. Lucy, the very first pre-human that was found, Um, She was only three foot six inches tall, so very much an ape. Um, And her bones were more robust than what ours are. She was so much smaller, but she was stronger and tougher than what we were. So essentially, she was an upright walking chimp. Um, And all pre-humans had longer arms than what we have. So you see in the Paddy Gimlin footage, you see Bigfoot walking along, and those hands are almost weighing down around near the knee, so they're longer arms. So you can see that there might be a link to um, hominids or pre-humans. I must be part monkey, dude. I got crazy <laughs> long arms. <laughs> must be the, the the beaner side of you, mate. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. um, so here's an interesting thing I found. There are 12 types of um, upright walking hominids that are broken down into the Australopithecines and the homos. And not the homos from <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> with the flags and everything and the twerking. Homo meaning man. So We've got the first one, Australopithecus afarensis, Australopithecus africanus, Australopithecus robustus, Australopithecus boise, Homo neanderthal, Homo florensis, which is the hobbit, Homo denisivan, Homo habilis, Homo erectus, Homo archaic, Cro-Magnon, and Homo sapiens sapien, which is us. Twelve of them. And what do we see in the Bible? Twelve tribes of Israel. Interesting,
1: dude. Interesting. That's right? Fascinating. So um, yeah, I, I was going to say I mean, that's, that's really fascinating and racist of you. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. Uh, I have no fucking idea, dude. It's always 12, though. 12 is such an interesting number, and it's always repeated in all these weird mythologies and all these, like, bizarre things. 12 is – I mean, I'm not the smartest guy with the numerologies and stuff like that, but 12 is an interesting number, yeah. Uh, I think that um, – because.
0: Numerology is definitely a rabbit hole, but I just found it interesting that there's twelve tribes of Israel and there's yeah. twelve essential
1: humans at one point. Mm-hmm. So you think there's about 12 that disciples, there's yeah. twelve, yeah, days of the month. But it's always about thirteen because it's twelve in one. Yeah, um, and the one is that's always fascinating. The one. Yeah.
0: So you've got all those. Think about it, you've got all those types of protohumans walking around all the way up to Cro-Magnon, which was our ancestor. Early hominids still retain that ape-like appearance. Suddenly, overnight, in the scheme of things, Cro-Magnon appeared, and for all intensive purposes wiped out everyone else that was around whether it was through warfare out competing over food crossbreeding we came out on top somehow there's no explanation for the natural progression of these modern humans you don't go from little person one all the way up in that stupid um, evolution darwinism theory they always say that there's a missing link and the missing link explains it all but you wouldn't need just one missing link you need about 30 different missing links in in there to show a gradual
1: transition to what we are today What's your so, thoughts on that? So what my thoughts on uh, about that is like, you know, some of your audience will like this. Some of your audience will think I'm an asshole idiot. Um, I am like very much a, I think that there is a creator and that we were created uniquely and that I don't think that we evolved from monkeys at all. Um, I think that those might've been actual different creatures, which is fascinating. And I actually think that like, like in the Bible, so you know, again, you guys your audience will either <laughs> like what I say or think I'm a fucking asshole idiot, and that's fine. Um, but like they're different they were different men, I think they were different creations. Uh they were like I think that like I even said that like God created the earth and then like didn't like it and destroyed it, you know, and things like that. And so I think that they're like I don't know what the hell the watchers were exactly, if they were some form of Anunnaki alien, whatever, or if they were angels and they came here and cross with us and you know, it's it's fascinating to me. I like the idea that maybe Bigfoot is some sort of like human hybrid with I, I don't know, man, I I really don't know. So th- those type of creatures, it's fascinating. I don't discount that they existed. I don't discount that we fucking killed them because maybe we are competing over food and even territory. I don't necessarily think that we evolved from them. Mm. Um but there's also the potential that if they were close enough to us, I mean, they like to say that there's still Neanderthal DNA, which I don't know if I believe in Neanderthals or not. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I, how the fuck do I know? But apparently we didn't kill them like they said we did. They're now under the assumption that we fucked into them. <laughs> and so, like, maybe we bumped uglies with all these idiots and then that's what created us. Yeah. Well, there's multiple different types of human beings. The Look at humans. Today, yeah. There? Yeah. We're so we're fucking and different. so different. Yeah. We're so different. Like, and again, this is like some racist is getting a boner right now because <laughs> they think I'm saying that there's some, some skinheads loving on you <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, it's totally true, dude. Like I was like looking at these like tribes in Africa yesterday uh, like the little pygmy people, uh, I can't remember what the hell they're called, but they it's this fascinating tribe, and they're so unique and so different looking, and they're really beautiful in a way. They're just like so – like the humans, uh, humans are so fucking – so different, dude. Like uh, – okay, I'm going to get yelled at because I forgot what they're actually called. Inuits, I was going to say Eskimo, whatever. They'll always be Esk- Eskimos to me. So Eskimos <laughs> and like fucking people from Africa, people from China, like people from like – You know, wherever the fuck Like humans look so different Some people are like fucking seven feet tall Some people like four feet tall You should have seen my like ants My ants, none of them are over five feet tall They're little tiny people
0: That's the short short
1: little dark beaners That's the
0: actual really good thing about diversity Is that, you know, we are all different That's that's okay to be different But I think it's being weaponized a bit these days Let me try and drive this home now I I agree with you I don't think we evolved necessarily from these people in sequences Or these types of creatures But 30,000 years ago, Neanderthals supposedly went extinct. Um, And for roughly over 100,000 years, we interacted with Neanderthals and five other types of hominids. So five of those 12 I spoke about before. So it was almost like a Lord of the Rings world. We had the humans, we had the elves, we had the hobbits, the dwarves, all these things interacting together at the same time, which is probably where a lot of our tales about trolls and pixies and things come from within our histories anyway. Giants. Yeah, and that's right. So suddenly they were all gone. But how? Let's look at the closest relative supposedly to us, Neanderthal. They had a bigger, bigger brain than us. They were stronger than us. Their bones were more dense. They were physically robust. How did we remove such a robust and more physically adept species than what we were? Maybe instead we had of- sexy women. <laughs> we, yeah, we did. Either we drove them to extinction, like you said, through outcompeting or outbreeding them, or do we just drive them into the fringes of the world? They we were probably smart into
1: our bed. <laughs> <We grow. laughs>
0: I, I tend to think it's probably a combination of all but if they were smart mm-hmm. enough to know that we're vicious little buggers, they probably would have went, know, yeah, we got to get away from these guys. These guys are bad news. So they disappeared into those less habitable places of the world. We like to think as humans we can live in all these different parts of the earth. Of the earth. We're masters of all we survey. We're not even living in all the places we supposedly are masters of. So they disappeared into the heavily deep fo- forests of the world, the swamps, the bushland, all these places where we say we go, but we don't actually live. An example yeah, of this... Yeah, we're post dude. Yeah, an example of this is, yeah. like, um, if they're still around, how come we haven't found a fossil? Well, to this day, here's a little fact, there's not a single chimpanzee fossil available. Where chimpanzees, chimpanzees live, fossils are extremely hard to create. It's a very, very heavy subject where... The fossil needs to go underground, it has to be covered by mud, the nutrients have to leach out of the bone, it has to become calcified. It's miracle stacked upon miracle to make a fossil in the first place. So if these creatures are living in the places of the world like uh, the redwood forests, the sequoias or the bushlands of Australia, they're in areas where we're not going to find fossils anyway. So what we have to think about is those original hominids, those 12 that I spoke about, we know humans interacted with at least five of them in our history, Let's have a look at the hominids now. So there was the pre-humans and now there's the hominids. Here's the top eight from around the world. Bigfoot and Sasquatch, North America, seven to ten foot tall. The Yeti and the Yeren of Asia, five to seven feet tall, so roughly human in size. The Alma, which is in Eastern Europe and also China, five to seven foot tall. The Agogwe of Africa, which is four foot tall, one of the shorties. A yaoi from Australia, the 7 to 10 foot tall, the Pugwaji in North America, 3 to 4 foot tall, and the orang pendek of Indonesia and Southeast Asia, 3 to 4 foot tall. Straight away we see we've got those varying differences. We have the giants, we have the human-sized ones, and the little people, which we see in all those cultures. So very closely we're seeing a lot of those things aligning lining up with what the early hominids were and what, uh, what these supposedly hairy creatures could be. Do you think that there's a possibility that some of these prehistoric creatures could be what we're seeing out in the forests of the world?
1: Uh, Quite possibly, dude. I, I will never say that I know something until I absolutely know something. So yeah, I'm very open to the possibility that these are still flesh and blood creatures. Um, Like I said, my gut tells me otherwise, but that doesn't mean that it's not totally a possibility. And so uh, what I also find super fascinating and what like actually points more towards a physical creature is I'll give a shout out to my buddy, Jim Bob Oval Shorts. He was also in the documentary. Uh, He's uh, he's the guy that has like the crazy dude. He's got uh, a gay Confederate flag behind him and a pirate (laughs) hat on. He's I love that guy. He's fucking wild. He wants to piss everybody off. Uh, So, uh, he was talking about this, like, um, and actually this is something that I'm going to drop pretty soon. Uh, So I I did a few uh, Bigfoot interviews with people and I haven't released the full, uh, interviews yet. So this this is part of it here, but he explains, he's like, okay, I want you to look at a map and he and he shows us a map of a thing of overlay of where people are going missing. The like they call it the missing 411. Oh right? yeah, yeah. All these like, David tons of people that are yeah. just like just missing, right? Because okay, now lay on top of that the deep cave systems. And so you put that onto the map, and it's really fucking eerie. There's a lot of overlap where these people are going missing in these deep caves. And then he goes, now throw on Bigfoot sightings right in the same fucking area. It's a wild idea that these creatures might actually live underneath. And that's a, a little shout out to maybe some hollow earth and maybe some deep caverns underneath us, dude. And there's a very good chance that the, I don't know what these Bigfoots are doing with these people. If they're taking them and, you know, maybe taking a little bush pride or something, you know. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Maybe they're cannibals. I mean, in North America, they did talk about, uh, the native Americans had these stories of the giants, right? And they talked about these giants who were the mound builders who were like 10 feet tall, red hair, and they were mean. They would steal women to, you know, for, you know what they do. And they would eat people. They were cannibals. They were these crazy people. And the native Americans like killed them. They like, eventually teamed up and just wiped them out now that how do how do i know that there isn't a group of these folks that are living underneath us in these deep caverns that are just a lot of them are really unexplored absolutely poor ginger genocide me and moral brother being
0: targeted again Mm. (laughs) no but yeah you're absolutely right it's the same thing that's replicated in aboriginal folklore a lot of the folklore around the hairy man is that he would snatch children up who fled from the camp and they'd eat them Um, So they're not always described as being these uh, wonderful bush spirits. Sometimes they're they're actually quite dangerous and they're things that you should avoid. But the physical proof is still out there. And I think the physical proof can definitely come into mesh with the, the psychic and the teleportation side of things, because we have physical animals around today that have abilities that we would consider to be magical or bizarre. Sonar, for example, dolphins, bats, These are essentially superpowers that physical animals have. So how do we know Mm -hmm. that something that is from Earth or from another dimension is a physical entity that doesn't have these abilities as well? That's something that we need to keep in our minds.
1: Dude, exactly what I was saying when you were talking about like cats and dogs are like telepathically communicating. Like sonar basically is telepathic communicating, at least to us. Like I can't compare hear that yeah, like if it's outside of my frequency of like perception, it might as well be fucking psychic communication. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) like, it it might as well. So, and, uh, but like what I've heard. So for more about like psychic communication, one of the guys that I talked to, um, Scott Pace, really fascinating guy, really smart guy. Um, I'm actually going to have him back on, um, and we're going to talk some more Bigfoot, but Uh, He's telling me that this, they basically are just like, as soon as you make eye contact, a connection is made and they can, there's complete telepathic communication. And so he can actually talk to these people, even when he's at home, they're still in there. It's like, he can still have this, like it opened a line of communication and it made a connection between them, like almost like a spiritual like connection. And he says like, be careful because if you make eye contact with it, your life changes because it's, it's, everything's different after that. It's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It's just like, they, they can talk to you. They can, they know where you are. They'll show up at your house. (laughs) They'll be in your backyard. And he's like, I don't live in the sticks because I live, he goes, I live like in a community. You know what I mean? He goes like, I live in the suburbs." And I, they're in my backyard talking to me, you know, and it's it's pretty wild, dude. That's crazy. And if they are interdimensional, they don't have to trek down through the mountains to get to your house, do they? They just open up a portal, whoop Mm-mm. whoop, and out. But and the- they don't have to let anybody see them that they don't want. And That's so right. They can just walk right past your neighbors. It's like a perception com- thing. If they don't want you to see them, they just mm-hmm. shield themselves. What you
0: just said about them looking into your eyes, I'd liken that to. Last year, we took um, a group of Year 3, 4 students from my school to the Melbourne Zoo for a day for an excursion and it just made a connection with looking into the eyes. We went to the orangutan exhibit and I sat down and I looked at this orangutan and it looked me in the eyes and it still shocks me no matter how many times I see them. When you see an orangutan or a great ape in person and you lock eyes with it, you don't see the animal anymore. You see the human that's inside it. And I think it, it looks at you and it sees itself as well. And that's a really profound moment when you look at a great ape and you can see that... You're similar. You're probably, in a lot of ways, you are the same type of creature. And there's just a bit of glass and current scientific understanding and air quotes that separates us.
1: Yeah, man, that's, it's really fascinating. And maybe the closest to us, I know genetically, supposedly, I don't fuck your genetics. I don't, I don't buy anything scientists say anymore. They're all fucking liars. They can go fuck themselves. But apparently, supposedly, supposedly uh, the closest thing genetically to us is a chimpanzee. And it's fucking funny, man, because like their behavior, they're cunts. Chimpanzees yeah, they're awesome. are dickheads. They're fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> they murder <laughs> each other. They go to war. They rape each other. They do all kinds of horrible, God awful things. And I'm like, fuck, that's pretty close to humanity.
0: Yeah, and then you got the bonobos, which are their lesser
1: cousins, which are complete sluts. That's yeah, they the whores. Yeah, it's wild. I love the bonobos. Like, yeah. The bonobos are just, like, giving each other monkey pox and just, like, spreading ass and just doing all kinds of stuff. They're right all the time. Mm-hmm. They're um, the have, San Francisco of the great ape world. They you know, are, absolutely. Of the gape world, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, have you seen there's a, there's a footprint from... Um, Torino, Italy, and it's a footprint of a Neanderthal so it's the one supposedly, and I use that term very loosely the best footprint we have of a a human relative, a cousin you put that footprint next to a a hominid or a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot they're indistinguishable from one another so that's a a thing that makes it man, I haven't seen that photo, just how big is it? It's roughly the same size size as what a Sasquatch would be I'll have to send you the, um, wow. the pictures. It's great. So people often talk about how the great, uh, not the great apes, that the, well, yeah, great ape, the mountain gorilla. The mountain gorilla was, is the, the smoking gun for the physical Sasquatch people that it took so long for us to prove the mountain gorillas existed. So that's the, the smoking gun for Bigfoot. I don't think that's the best example. If you think it's a physical creature, the best example is the panda. Do you know anything about the history
1: of the panda at all? Yeah, they're fake. They're not real. They're not real. <laughs> not real. <laughs> I don't <laughs> believe. <them>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 Just painted a bear. Yeah, the panda. Well, I mean, also another one. What that was even more recent than that is they didn't even fucking think these existed. But they are six foot tall chimpanzees. There's a there's like yeah, they're a they're massive of chimpanzee. They're massive. Yeah, and they were like a complete fucking like myth, and people would talk about them. They're like, yeah, right. Shut the fuck up. Yes, yeah, it's, these it's motherfuckers on. are huge, and they discovered them like what? Like 30 years ago? Yeah, absolutely They were discovered nuts. something like that? Yep, and they even kill gorillas are that big. Yeah, So but the panda, yeah, panda,
0: pandas are fake. The panda's an interesting one, though. So <laughs> the panda was last century scripted. All these fantastical stories were coming out of China about a black and white bear, right? And all the academics and naturalists of the world said, oh, you're crazy. There's black bears, there's brown bears, there's white bears, but there's no black and white bears, let alone bears that are vegetarians. Get out, they're all carnivores until 1869 when a French naturalist found a skin of one in Sichuan province. So this village had this, this fur out, and that was the proof. He took it back. And all of a sudden, academia said, we're going out, we're going to capture one of these things. So this is a time in the world, in the late 1800s, when people really knew the bush. People were a lot more switched on than they are today. They could go out and survive by themselves on very few things. How long do you think it took for them to find a panda, let alone catch
1: one? I don't know, man. I still don't think they're real. They're about as real as dinosaurs are. <laughs> 60 <laughs> years. It took 60 years for them to get one. Mm.
0: And Teddy Roosevelt's son shot one, supposedly.
1: And I'm shocked. That, yeah, I'm shocked they kept looking for that long.
0: Yeah. But but here's the, here's the kicker, right? So we couldn't find a panda of all things. What helps a panda hide in a green forest? Well, they're brightly colored, they're black and white, and they move very slowly. Yeah. We should have been able to find them. So the, the thing is, it's not that they're very great at hiding. They're just out living their lives. Humans are dumb as bag of nails at trying to find things in the natural world now. And that was back then. Imagine what it is today. If you take out the equation of a, a inter- interdimensional abilities or the psychic part of things, we still wouldn't find them on, on their own terms. If you throw in everything else that's a possibility, we've got no chance of finding them if they don't want to be found
1: yeah yeah and i just want to give credit to uh panda bears not being real that i'm totally ripping off <laughs> owen benjamin right now <laughs> yeah. like dude he made a yeah. fucking fantastic case dude he convinced me i'm like holy shit panda bears are fake but anyways <laughs> well <laughs> yeah it's,
0: absolutely <laughs> it's like his take on dinosaurs for the longest time i, I thought oh, yeah dinosaurs are real i've seen jurassic park i've as a kid I read all the books about don't them. Believe in dinosaurs, and then, and too. now nope not anymore i think they're probably mm-hmm. that's that's them, try- the Smithsonian, trying to cover up bones of giants. Yep. Or dragons, or something else more fantastical. You look at mm-hmm. a stegosaurus, how the hell is a stegosaurus supposed to fuck to make more stegosauruses? Yeah.
1: How it's the physically impossible. T-Rex able to fucking, like, stand up without falling over. It's <laughs> bullshit. It's like they just it's found the bones, and they built whatever they could. Yeah, they absolutely did. And then if you actually, like, look into it, none of them, they don't have a single full fucking skeleton. They all, like, have an idea of what they're gonna look like, and they're like, well, based off these other bones, we reconstructed it. I'm like, you can't fucking have half a puzzle, and then tell me you know what the rest of the puzzle looks like. You're a fucking idiot and a liar. And these, these people, this was, like, in the 1800s, where all these, like, wild, crazy assholes, like, were just, like, going around and trying to make a name for themselves. It's the same stuff with, like, Egyptology, where they made up, like, half of what we know, like, there was no fucking mummy. Like, pyramids were not resting places for kings. No. There's no dead bodies inside of fucking pyramids. But still, so many people believe that because that's what they were taught. That's where, you know, that's where the people were buried and shit. It's all fucking lies. Anyways, yeah, there was a lot of lies around the 1800s. This is all great reset shit. The original oh, great reset. Absolutely, then, it is. Yeah. Bunch of horse shit. Also, pandas are fake. Fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: so if if you're out in the forest one day and you make contact let's set up a scenario a what-if scenario you're out there you're researching you your camera stops working all your technology stops the bush goes quiet out strolls a bigfoot stops looks you in the eyes starts communicating with you it gives you an offer i want to take you down to the cabins to show you my world but you can't return what do you do
1: I can't go, man. I got a baby. I got kids. I can't do it. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it sucks. But uh, yeah, I'm not going. Uh, you know what? You have to say, can you give me
0: some postcards of what your world looks like? Some mental yeah. flashes. That's the, the one thing you hear
1: about. That you hear about all these stories of people that go. I'd be like, can I they, bring my family? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring my family. We'll go down there. We'll go live in the caves. It would be great. And I-, I want to see what kind of like weird kind of technology they have, because I think they're a lot more advanced than we think they are. I think they're a hell of a lot smarter than we think they are. I think that there, there is a level of like, it, yeah, I I think they're a hell of a lot more advanced than we give them credit for. I don't, I, dude, I've actually had these really interesting conversations. So I'll give another shout out to uh, uh beyond top secret Texan. We sat there and had a conversation about Bigfoot and what he thinks Bigfoot is. And um, he, I'm trying to fuck, dude, I took notes, uh, but anyways, I don't know where my notepad notepad is, but I'm about 98% sure he does think that they are um, like the Gigi sort of thing, like that idea of like uh, other creatures that were created by the Anunnaki sort of thing, like the aliens, they're like hybrids, right, of people. And he says that they're way more advanced than we are. Like, uh, way the fuck more. And that when we find Bigfoot's out in the wild, he says it's like running into our homeless people. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good take
0: on it. That's almost <laughs> the reverse of what the lloyd Pye theory is, where the lloyd Pye theory is that the Anunnaki arrived on Earth, mined the gold, or oh, everyone knows that story by now, um, and created man, the Adamu, which is Adam. We are actually... The genetically advanced version of what the native inhabitants of Earth are, and the native inhabitants of Earth are the big squat, uh, Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, the hominids—all those hairy people—and we're the slightly tweaked version. And his evidence for that is that we're not really adapted to live on this planet. Our brain cycle for sleep true. doesn't react to a twenty-four-hour cycle; it needs extra time. Um, for the most part, people like myself, we couldn't survive in a world with no clothes on. We'd burn and die of radiation poisoning supposedly within a week. Um, if you have darker skin, you've got a chance of getting to the equator and, and not having to worry about the cold. But for the most part, humans aren't really designed to to interact with the world the way we think we should. And I think that's definitely a possibility, whether that was engineered by someone else to a deficit to us and we were more advanced at one point. But there, I think there's definitely, like what you said, either... There's something that's more advanced than us or we were more advanced at one point. And I think all these theories and things are starting to intertwine right now. And we're in a good space, probably maybe over the next five or 10 years. I think
1: a lot of it's going to coalesce into the one point. We're going to have some true understanding. You know, this is going to sound like eugenics, but I don't know. Maybe it is eugenics. I don't know. i am not I'm not advocating eugenics, but there's a really interesting thing so like you're saying like we are these naked apes and we're soft you know what i mean we're, like it's it's hard for us to involve you know to be like uh survive in this natural habitats that are like really harsh these climates and this wind and rain and all this crazy shit and trees and all these animals that want to eat us and like it's it's not very habitable for us right Hospitable. but i think about this experiment that i think they're fucking French people. I fucking hate French people. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure it was French. This maybe it was Russians. Um, they had these foxes, right? And they did this where they they like there were nicer foxes and kind of asshole foxes, right? And so some of the some of the foxes were like kind of sweet, more kind of like a, a dog almost, like they were kind of they trusted people more. They'd come sniff you, maybe even lick you, and so so they like they separated them. There was the dickheads and the sw- and the nice ones, right? And um, then they started only letting the nice ones fuck with each other and only letting the mean ones fuck with each other. And within like three fucking generations, these foxes they started getting longer ears that would curve down like this. They started looking more like fucking dogs and were like kind and sweet. And and then the opposite is true. These ones started like acting more like fucking wolves and were way more fucking wild, way more aggressive. Like. It's just funny, man. So it's almost like if we lost like in a giant great reset. like if there was a real fucking reset, like meteorite kind of fucking wipe out all the technology kind of reset the ones of us that like were able to live, were able to survive, like we were strong enough and we all started fucking and we didn't have like we didn't have like Walmart to go and buy new T-shirts and shit. I bet we'd start getting fucking hairy again. I bet we'd start getting, like, our bones would be denser. I bet we'd start getting fucking way more buffed out because we'd absolutely need to. And those traits might come back around um, just out of necessity. And that sounds like I'm talking about evolution and eugenics, but I just think that humans are very fucking adaptable. I think that, uh, and I just think that, like, we have all of this shit in our DNA, and I think that things turn on and off as necessary. Yeah, and
0: I I think... Mainstream science supports that. And like you said, I don't really trust anything science says anymore after the whole safe and effective bullshit of the last two years. But just like you said, things can be switched on and off. Genes are very selective that way. Based on outside pressures, uh, a gene might switch on so you can adapt to being out in the sun a bit more. So melanin might increase in the next generation. But you also have to think about what that selective breeding does over time as well in those, those environments, like you said, with the foxes. I've in the past as a kid, I used to um, breed quail and other like Australian birds and sell them to pet shops. I found that if I selectively bred certain birds, I could get the desired color trait that I wanted, which would earn me more money mm-hmm. as a kid. So if we can do that, what's to say someone else hasn't done that with us in the past? Or, or doing right it now. Fucking, fucking now. now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Exactly.
1: Think and about what dude, BPAs I- are doing is the whole trend yeah. that's being promoted by the use of plastics over the past 60 years. I absolutely 100000 percent think so. And because you can see where it fucking started around the 1950s, like after World War II. So it like really started you being able to notice like around the 1960s, the explosion of the use of plastics. And we can see that like well again we're going to have to trust our fucking eminent scientists, but they <laughs> tell us that testosterone has gone down 1% every fucking year since around the 1960s. And so we are like half the men that our grandfathers were quite literally on average. Yeah. On average. But I mean, there's, there's some folks that are have just as much testosterone and there's some people that have a hell of a lot less. Um, but on average, the average male has lost about half the testosterone, the, the, uh, fertility, everything, the fucking viability, like everything. Dong size is shrinking and it has to do with plastic. It has to do with genetically modified things. It has to do with like them Kim introducing trials. a fuck ton of soy into our diet and then sneaking it into everything. Try, try to fucking cut soy out of your diet and see how long you last. <laughs> I mean, you can do it, but it's going to make so much more effort than you think is even fucking like, you're going to be, holy shit. Why is it in crackers? Why is it in this? Why is it in this? You know, like you're going to fucking find it in everything. It's fucking wild, dude. And they know this shit. They know it now. They know it now. They've known it for 30, 40 years that this BPA is lowering testosterone and fucking shrinking men's taints and shrinking their penis. And they don't give a fuck. This is all yet. Anyways, I mean, this has nothing to do with Bigfoot, but yes, Uh, (laughs) in a roundabout way, way, it's about depopulation agenda. And so, something that I think about too is like, man, okay, this sounds really fucked up, and I'm sorry to anybody that got fucking jabbed. But think about this: maybe they're trying to, they're doing that selective selectivity because I'm thinking about like the sweet little stupid foxes, and then the meaner ones, right? Like the docile ones that went along with it, they're calling. Like you know, I mean, they're like taking the ones that are like, okay, I'll get my jab. Oh, you want me to get booster too? All right. And they're like, I don't know because I honestly think that maybe, maybe again, you're gonna have to trust scientists. But they're really talking about these like solar cycles and all this crazy shit. And I don't even know if I believe there is a pole because I mean, maybe that implies. I you know, I don't know anything about the shape of the earth. But um, honestly, they're talking about this fucking pole, and it's like it's like where the North pole supposed to be and it's shifting towards Siberia. And if that happens and we're going to have like a fucking pole shift and then like, it's going to throw like the magnetics and the electronics and all this shit off. Like what if we're due for a severe fucking winter? That's really what I think like climate change is really going to come down to. Like if you listen to like people like, um, something Christian, what's his name from, uh, ice age farmer. He's fucking awesome. Yeah. Love but it. he's it's talking perfect. about how we are. Yeah. That we're going to ex- experience this like, huge solar minimum where we're going to be like, we're going to be thrown into an ice age and it's going to be a mini one, I think hopefully, but it's going to be a serious enough one that I think a lot of people are going to fucking die because people get scared about global warming. People don't fucking realize a lot more people die in the cold than they do the heat. Of course, they Way do. Especially, more people do.
0: especially in America where, you know, insulation isn't mandated in your building code for a lot of the States, which is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like in Australia, we have to have these energy rating houses that have so many layers of insulation so much of this so much of that so like we wouldn't survive a winter in australia because the houses are designed for heat so but at the same time a lot of american houses wouldn't survive a
1: winter either just because they're not built for it yeah especially little fags like us on the pacific northwest like out here if it starts to snow like people forget how to drive like if there's like two inches of snow like it's like it's it, we It's very moderate temperature out here. It doesn't get below 30 and it doesn't get above. Well, it now everything's kind of shifting, but you know what I mean? It's like, we have a very temperate, like nice little weather pattern here. And we're not ready for a severe winter, but I, just so if I'm playing devil's advocate and like, I'm giving uh, the elite too much credit, I, I would say something like they know that the way that we eat our protein and way that we are dependent on protein is not, um, we're not going to be able to keep it up like i like let's say all the chickens and fucking pigs are going to die in the winter right it's not sustainable and maybe all these cows are going to die too maybe we'll have be able to have like buffaloes or something but there's not enough buffaloes to feed people so like what if that's the reason why they're trying to shift us towards bugs because they know that they're going to be able to crank these fuckers out and it's going to be a sustainable type of protein and maybe they'll be able to have these like labs where they're going to make this gross protein but they're going to be able to do it inside inside in these warm laboratories and they're going to be able to like churn out this fake gross protein and they're going to be able to fucking crank out cricket assholes and they're maybe they're trying to actually save us and we're too stupid and we're fighting them i don't know i like i go crazy and i think about yeah
0: there's so many (laughs) possibilities i've heard that one as well that they're actually They're being cruel to be kind because they're trying to save the entirety of humanity. It's like the Mm -hmm. needs of the few outweigh the needs of the the whole. But there's another idea I've heard just to tack onto this that what they're doing and through like PCR testing was everywhere, right? For the most part, they got the biggest DNA sample of the entire human race within the Western world. Were they looking for specific genes that are of nephilim or giants or links to these hominids and they were looking for certain people and certain bloodlines
1: i think they've been doing that for a long time though because i think that was like the whole 23andme and all that all that kind of horseshit. if you're fucking stupid enough to go to like ancestry.com and send them in your dna uh you're a fucking idiot (laughs) these (laughs) like these people they're (laughs) giant corporations that are owned by like governments and things like that they get darpa money they're like, the lady who started it, like, I think 23 and Me. I think her husband is like the owner of Google or some crazy, there's some weird fucked up connections like that. Like These are not like, these aren't good people. Data and, what and do you DNA think doing are the new
0: your- oil. Data and DNA mm-hmm. are the new oil. And if you're... Put, 100% dude. You're like, we can't help, we have data. That's just the world we live in. But you don't have to give them your DNA for Christ's sakes, do not do that. Especially what it, we know about weaponized man. genetic weapons
1: now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, dude. Because, yeah, the bio, uh, what do you call that? Yeah, exactly what you were saying. There's, like, bio distinctive weapons where they can, like, literally attack someone by their DNA or, like, whole races of people because that's fucked up. Again, Israel was looking at things like that where they were trying to, like, create, like, bio weapons that would be able to attack Arabs without attacking them. And I think that gives away the whole fucking – I think that gives away the game guess what? Sort of. Jews aren't really from Palestine or else you'd no, have Arab blood too.
0: Yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> You're a bunch of European invaders. You guys Absolutely. are liars. Yep. <laughs> but, they, just uh, took,
0: they took on the, the appearance of Hebrews and then ran with it. Mm-hmm.
1: They, exactly, picked the, they, picked the,
0: they picked the victim out of it. They're the first woke people. They picked the victim mentality and they ran with it
1: and then perpetrated it. Yeah, it's funny. I'd say is it genius or retarded? I don't know. But yeah, they're they're doing good. So I don't know. They're doing something right.
0: They've been on top for a long time.
1: <laughs> Let's bring it back. Okay. Who would survive okay. an ice age? Tall hairy people. And that's yeah. what we know. They definitely would survive. Okay, but back to them looking for genetics. I have I've had a guy on that is RH null, if you know what the fuck that oh. is. So there's ne- RH negative. negative, there's RH positive, but the rarest blood of them all is RH null. Since 1960, I think they've only found about like 25 people with this called RH null, um, and they call them golden blood. These oh. motherfuckers, because they are literally universal. So they, you, can, you can give their blood to anyone, including animals which is fucking fascinating. And I, it's one of those things that like, what are they looking for? And I'm like, I think they're looking for these people. Um, really interesting guy. You should listen to that podcast, actually. It, his name is Texorcist. And uh, I had him on not that long ago. Oh, it's been a couple months, but fascinating episode. And they like, they categorized, and they were like, it just says like alien. And was like, they can categorize him as human because his DNA is so bizarre and so different. Like the doctors were like, what in the fuck? They When he came in, they took his genetics. because like he was trying to have a baby with his wife. So they were like going to a fertility clinic and they were like, all right, let's try to do this. And so they do genetic tests, right? They want to see like, is your baby going to be clubfoot or this or that, you know, all that kind of stuff. And so the first time he goes in there, he gives his DNA. They go, Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but like. Your your uh, your sample got corrupted. I don't know what the fuck happened, but it got corrupted. We come in and do it again. So then they go and he goes in again. They give it again and they go, oh, what the fuck? We got the same. We got the same corrupted. Like, oh, this really is your fucking DNA. So they freaked out and they're like, can I send this to somebody? And so they like they called in experts and the guy thought he was like joking with them. Like they thought the the expert thought they were fucking with him when he when they sent the DNA over there. And he goes. I don't know who's sitting on your, he goes, if you're not fucking with me, whoever you have over there is not human. It's (laughs) it's the fucking experts. It's wild, dude. So is that fucking alien DNA? Is that like, I have no fucking idea. It's wild, dude. Are they looking for that shit? Probably. And what's to say that aliens aren't
0: amongst us and we don't know anyway. Interesting. Yeah. What color were his eyes or are his eyes? Uh, I think they're blue because like, I'm bringing it back to during the Spanish Inquisition across Europe that a lot of the witches so-called witches of the time or people that were seen to converse with the devil, they had purple eyes. Purple we eyes. don't see people with purple eyes or violet eyes they were described as like Do almost you, purple have you seen,
1: okay about like okay so like about how they uh, put shit out in the media um, Game of Thrones in the books. They're supposed to be purple-eyed, the Targaryens. The, yeah, the yep. blonde-haired dragon people, they're supposed to have violet eyes. Yep. Fascinating, man. Even in a, I had um, no
0: idea. Even in a sci-fi series that came out recently, it was like after a war with humans and aliens. I can't remember what it was called. But one of the races of aliens are completely pale white, like ceiling roof white paint. Yeah. Purple eyes, white hair. And they're like the super advanced of all the alien races. So they're drip-feeding these things, definitely. That's really interesting. I have to have a look at that um, the R null bloodline because Rh negative is interesting enough in itself. Where yeah. the, the fetus will be attacked by the the mother because they think it's a foreign entity.
1: Yeah. See, that was the sad part of it. Like, spoiler alert: if you listen to that episode, he obviously cannot have kids because the whatever woman he puts his seed into, their body recognizes that as like alien, and it kills. Like, it doesn't allow the the egg to live. Holy shit. Cool so look. he can't have kids unless he finds another needle in the haystack, which is almost impossible.
0: Because I know that there's there's a hormonal injection that women can get for partners but that are RH negative. RH negative. Negative, but not yeah. null because it's so rare. Interesting. Very. Not null, yeah. Crazy, man. I'm definitely going to have a look at that. Now, thinking about... Sasquatch and what these creatures are, the interdimensionality. Do you think human beings have had these abilities before? I've spoken to Bob from um, Hidden in Plain Sight, Moral Bob, shout out. He thinks human beings had the ability to fly at one point. What abilities do you think we could have had as a species that we see
1: in, like Sasquatch and other things at the moment? Do you think we could have done the same thing? <laughs> Flying is pretty fucking wild. I don't know about that. Maybe, though, like I just haven't ever really thought about that. Um, I a hundred percent think that, uh, we had psychic abilities. I think that we were absolutely. And I think that we still are, man. Shout out again to mysterious universe. I was listening to their newest episode. I think it came out today. They were talking about like precognition and they were talking about these, uh, like specific people that would have these, like, they would see something that they would see something in their mind and then it would happen, you know, like, and they're just like going through like story after story of like, you know, a woman had this dream of her daughter being shot in the head, like her little six-year-old daughter. And she was like, oh my fucking God. And she like went and grabbed her baby and she was still alive. And she's like, you're going to bed with me tonight. So she like held onto her all night. The next day they go check it out. And there's a fucking hole in the the daughter's pillow in her bed. And it was like a a, a drunk neighbor, like shooting off and shit. It would have fucking killed her daughter. Like there's I think that there's absolutely a chance that we were way more psychic. I think that we were way more, uh, tele tele, uh, you know, telepathic and things like that. I think, um, maybe even I, so sometimes like, cause what the fuck are humans dude? Like I try to start thinking about like the nature of existence and things like that. And maybe, uh, like this is their flashbacks, to when we were all star seeds, Like, I think that we are, like, trapped consciousness inside of, like, these meat suits. And I think that, like, before we come down here, we are, like, in a realm where we all just, we're, like, almost like a big fucking pool of water, right? I mean, have you, you've seen, uh, like, Star Trek Deep Space Nine? Did you ever watch Star, yeah, star yeah. Trek Deep Space Nine? Yeah, yeah. Okay, do, do you remember where, like, Odo in the collective on that planet when he'd go into the pool and communicate with all the other changelings. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that that is almost like what heaven is like a fucking giant, like liquid pool, but there's not like a pool to jump into. You're just like in this giant collective where everybody can communicate, talk, feel like sense, like love each other. And you're all united and sort of one up there. And then you're shot down like a fucking into like a meat suit when a when a baby is born, that sort of thing. And then you take corporeal form. And I think that maybe we get little flashbacks and little inklings and like I cause dude, kids are fucking weird. Absolutely. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> kids kids I think are more connected. Kids who remember past lives. Or yes, kids that absolutely tell them
0: I can remember when I looked down and I chose you. When I, I chose you and I wanted to be yeah. a kid. Those conversations pop up. I have to tie back to Star Trek Deep Space Nine because I'm, I'm actually a really big fan of it and I enjoyed it. I love it, dude. It's, it's getting increasingly woke, which annoys me. But like what you said about the the shapeshifters, the shapeshifters send their young out in the galaxy to find out what solids are like so they can understand <laughs> yeah. their place as gods. And I've heard this theory proposed a lot where Earth is like a realm where gods or greater entities are sent to experience Uh, mortality before they can move on and be humbled. So that's definitely something that I think has some some merit to it. Really interesting.
1: Yeah, that sounds like the Mormons. (laughs) We all (laughs) get our own planet and shit after this.
0: Oh, God. And bit Scientology as well with phaetons and all sorts of business. Maybe there's something to it. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Now... Where does your mind go to in the next five years? What do you see happening in the world of cryptids? Do you think a cryptid is going to be proven to be true at any point? Or do you think it's going to remain fringe science?
1: I think if for the next five years, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be fringe as fuck. Um, and I think that there's all this uh, alien disclosure, but I don't think that any of it is fucking real. Um, I think that there are beings... I absolutely think that there are – I think that there – okay, there's clearly fucking orbs and UFOs, right? Like there's virtually no denying that at this point. Like everybody's seeing them. Like your grandma's fucking seeing something in the sky going, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you know, well, like everybody's starts, fucking seeing them at this point. And, yeah, and the and Pentagon, this Pentagon is the, yeah, them. recognizing yeah. the air quotes. Yeah. So, like, what I think these little tic tacs and weird little, like, fucking uh, weird little vessels, I think that those are probably man made. I think that there's a lot of technology that they have that they don't fucking tell us about. And any sort of alien disclosure in the next five years is gonna be fake and bullshit. I think, but at the same time I think that there's some real shit happening like I think that this is based off of some real shit and I think that there's UFOs and orbs that that, um they don't know what the fuck they are and I find it wild too because a lot of them are shooting into the ocean and there's like no disruption it's like here's the ocean like, like they just go in there and shit it's wild um the ocean is really fucking unexplored, dude. It I think that there could be civilizations and other type of like smart sentient creatures that are aquatic or some sort of weird shit going on downstairs. Maybe shout out to Atlantis or something like that. If Atlantis was something oceanic, I don't know, I don't know if it was or not. But fascinatingly enough, I think that there are definitely other smart type of creatures out there. Now, um, I don't think that we're gonna get a bigfoot in the next five years. Like, I don't think you're ever going to get him on, like, mainstream TV. This isn't going to be MSNBC unless it's fake and bullshit. Um, You don't think Biden's going to
0: stroll him out wearing a pride flag and twerking?
1: I think Biden (laughs) might be a goddamn Bigfoot. I I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know, man. So, to be honest with you, I don't think that we're going to get any major disclosure that isn't complete controlled opposition.
0: Uh, You need the nail on the head. I think anything that's being made public is totally controlled Uh, i can't remember the name of the document but it was a cia and defense department um, document that was released under disclosure and the military investigated ufos or unknown craft and all the experts they had told them yeah this isn't coming from somewhere else this is demonic and the military went oh shit close it down and they absolutely shit the bed on it wouldn't go near it because they found out it was demonic and which could speak to what a lot of the oceans are because in the bible it speaks about how the nephilim and the fallen ones they were trapped underneath the oceans and the rivers like the euphrates so are they just starting yeah are they creatures in the deep
1: yeah yeah i mean as maybe as like you know i'm a christian so maybe the returning of christ is like thinning the veil you know something like that like he's coming back for some maybe crazy battle, you know, the apocalypse, something like that. I have no idea. I've absolutely no idea. I don't know what the hell is really going on, but I do know that like you might think I sound like a kook, but go ahead and like, okay. So listen to a podcast that I did not that long ago where I had Ryan Dean on. And we talked about the UN and we talked about the Lucius trust and these people, like you think about the UN, you think about it being like cold hard facts and like peace trees between countries and this and that they're connected to the Lucius Trust and they're like, they have these fucking bizarre religious beliefs they believe that that Christ is coming back, they're calling him the cosmic Christ. They're calling him like they're calling him all this crazy shit. They're they're doing these great invocations where they're like they're like trying to call down the cosmic Christ to come and be the peacekeeper. Like and I, whoever the fuck they're calling the Christ, I don't trust. Like these pieces of shit. I, that's the antichrist to me. But, uh, <laughs> but it, it just, it's just fascinating, man. Something the fuck is going on. And like, I think that our governments know something is going on because like, I, I think about the Bledsoe case, if you're familiar with like the Bledsoes, So uh, they're a really unique family, interesting guys. Um, And the father Christopher Bledsoe has had this experience where uh, they call her the great divine or the divine feminine, like came down and spoke with him and talked to him and basically told him like, look, shit's about to change. Like we're going to bring about like Aquarius basically the time of Aquarius. And it's fascinating because like, it's connected to uh different times and shifts in our existence in our reality like because apparently if you believe this you know and i i don't even know where i'm at with this it's just a, it's fascinating that uh the divine feminine is like hathor isis the mary like Ishtar. they're they're talking about Ishtar, yeah. Uh that like the Fatima, right? Uh in Portugal, where those little girls they saw Mother Mary come down mm. and talk to her, and, like that was the great that was the divine feminine coming down at that time and a bunch of crazy shit happened then. And like they're talking that she's coming back and she's here now. This feminine energy is coming back to like I don't know what's gonna happen, dude. And I think that like the government, like if you listen to uh, so Ryan, Bledsoe is the son. He has a podcast. So everybody go listen to that. He just did an episode on the divine feminine and it's fascinating as fuck. So his show is called Bledsoe said so, so go check that out. It's fucking fascinating as hell. And he's saying that like CIA agents and like big time fucking like government in like, you know, military industrial complex. He says like Illuminati fucking members like come and like talk to him about it. And they're like, why is she coming to you guys? Why is she talking to you? What is she saying? Like, and, and it's like <laughs> trying to get info out of them because they don't know what the fuck's going on. No, and they're they pissed be on the end. that they want to be on the end. And they're like, if she comes back, you tell me right away. And he's like, fuck off. You know, <laughs> like, do you know, what, like, direct, do, you really, do you know what directly followed Fatima? The events
0: are no, though. tell me. Spanish I, flu. I mean,
1: was that the Spanish flu? Yeah, and like the orphan trains and all kinds of crazy, like weird shit, dude. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that that was. I think that, yeah. I don't know, dude. Shit is happening now. We see weird shit happening now, and you know what? It's it's a great reset. So, like, maybe these fucking elites they know a big shift is coming too. Maybe that has something to do with the polls. Maybe that has something to do with the ice age. Maybe that has to do with like, I have no fucking idea what's happening right now. Why the fuck are, why do they have to tell us? Why are they having to acknowledge all the fucking UFOs in the sky? Because they're happening way more fucking often right now. Maybe they're having, maybe they're having to talk about it because supposedly the military is getting fucking phone calls like a hundred, like 5,000 times a day. They're saying, holy shit, I see something. They're like, okay, yeah, another one. I'm having to write it down. Like, I don't know what's happening, but some wild shit's happening. But what I think is that the elite are not in control of this. They don't exactly know what to do. Maybe a few of them, okay, so this is kind of what I think, okay? <laughs> Crazy fucking reset happened like maybe 150, 200 years ago ish, something around there, right? Uh, the survivors, maybe some of those elite people, They they're like, holy shit, that was wild. And they took all this knowledge. I think the earth like technology and some crazy shit happened, brought us back down to a lower level. And they occulted all of the old knowledge. They took all this stuff and they became the new elites like the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, all these pieces of shit. Right. They and so they're these families and they're these cliques and kind of cabals of like these families that remember what the fuck happened in the last time. And now they see the same shit happening again and they're like, okay, we need to be ready for it. And I think that they're like getting ready for it and we just don't know what the fuck's happening. And we're just ignorant and dumb because they've kept us ignorant and dumb. Yeah. I think, I think you're on the right track. It's the only control
0: they have is damage control. And I think that they're, they're not so much prophesizing things happening or seeing things happen. In a lot of cases, maybe they're making it happen so they can get ahead of the game. They know something's going to happen that's going to wipe out a huge chunk of humanity. So they're going to do it earlier so that they can control the resources in a more manageable way. Can you imagine trying to get all the food after a massive wipeout?
1: They'd be back to square one like everyone else would be. Well, it's wild how all this shit went, like all of these shortages and shit like that it's fucking horseshit, dude. I think they're hoarding all this shit.
0: Well, there's a massive, massive disappearance of barges and um, freight trains across the world. Like, mm-hmm. like sixty percent have disappeared overnight. and They don't know where they are. Oh, Shipping no. containers, everything. All,
1: those, all these manufacturing chips that we needed to, you know, put in all of our computers and phones and shit. We're just running out of those. Where did those go? Like, it's, it's dogs. fucking horseshit. It's fucking horseshit. Oh no, we're having a formula shortage. Like, all like all the shit, like, I think they're hoarding the motherfuck out of anything that they can hold on to that is kind of shelf-stable. They're going directly into the dumbs, dude, the deep yeah. underground military bases. They're going fucking way down there. They're holding on to that shit. And then they can kind of play catch-up. Okay, I guess, while well, we open the factory back up. You, go, you guys can have some shit again, I guess. You know, like, we're we're second thought. They don't give a fuck about us. No. And you, you tie into all of that
0: The governments that are uh, stepping down at the moment, people that are retiring or dying in air quotes, a lot of these high level Mm -hmm. people are all leaving. Like the amount of CEOs which all retired over the space of COVID, which was the most profitable time for them, why are they disappearing when the money's so high? Mm -hmm. They're just dropping off the face of the earth and probably going to their little bunkers. They're doing a Tom Cruise and have this multi-level place where they can go hopefully hide out and wait for the, the smoke to clear and then come out and be on top and be the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers yep. of the new
1: age. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I definitely, I think there's some wild shit that's happening and I think it's very similar to that. And um, I'd like to think that I'm going to make it, but fuck, I don't know. I'm going to do my best. Plan for the worst <laughs> and hope for the best. That's all we can do. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pretty good storage of ammo and food. Uh, and I'm a hell of a shot. So, uh, I've got some firewood too. I don't know. I don't know how long this horrible disaster is going to last. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, but you know, you just, I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep my family alive. That's all Um, I know.
0: And you've got the greatest incentive. If you've got kids in a family, that's going to drastically improve your chances over someone who doesn't have a family. So you've got all the right things in place, my friend. You, you're looking forward, hoping for the best, and that's all we can do in these crazy times. All right. Yeah. Let's, I think we've gone through the gamut, I think, of every single conspiracy, if possible. Let's try and tie it back and, and close on a high. What do you, if you could narrow down Psychic Bigfoot, like, what's the point of Psychic Bigfoot?
1: I think Psychic Bigfoot just is... I think that maybe... Okay, so let's go back to this. Maybe This is a theory that's just coming to my head right now. Okay, so like we were talking about the foxes, right? There's the soft, docile, stupid foxes and then the big, tough, like, kind of like superstitious, kind of scared, kind of like that kind of fox where they have more of that fight-flight kind of thing going on instead of like the us dummies that are like, come over there and lick your hand. You know, <laughs> that kind of dipshit dip thing. What if they're just a separate... What if they are fucking humans? What if they are just like... Fuck your commercialism. Fuck all your bullshit. uh, Fuck your plastic. Fuck your soy. We are living out here. And they only fuck each other. And they're living out in these harsh environments. And they are just genetically, those are those traits. They're bigger. They're stronger. They're taller. And so they have held on to maybe those intrinsic things that were human, like the psychic communication and those different things. And, like, maybe they're fucking ugly, too. Maybe they look like goddamn, like, Chimpanzees and shit. Maybe they have a monkey face because that's like maybe what we would look like. Because like there is drastic differences between the looks of these these two groups of foxes. This one had like snarled fucking teeth and shit, and this one had dopey douchebag ears. You know what I mean? So like, and we just think we're hot. They look at us and go like, look at those fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Like. (laughs) they have an entirely different idea of what is attractive because like they they're probably more about survival they're like i want a big bitch i don't want like a little tiny thing with it you know what i mean like i don't know what if they're fucking humans man what if they're us well that's a different homo sapien sapien yeah they're just a more badass version but you look on all of these like
0: sasquatch hunters and all these types of Prime time shows when they do get a DNA sample, it always comes back as human. Well, maybe they are. They maybe are they've dude, got exactly I, what
1: they found. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is a distinct possibility. The more that I'm thinking about it, you helped me kind of work out this theory. And maybe they're just us. And maybe that's why they can psychically communicate with us because they are us. And we don't even know it. You know what I mean? We don't realize that we can do it. And maybe there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Like maybe like our fucking pineal gland really is calcified from all the fluoride in the water and different things like that. And all the like petrochemicals and all the bullshit. And then also just being flooded with like radiation all the time. Like the seer stone that we're using to communicate right now is blasting radiation right into my fucking eyeballs right now, right into my fucking brain like, in all of these, like, weird stupid Wi-Fi and all this kind of shit is just, like, smacking our head right now, and maybe that's why, like, we can't pick out a distinct, you know, but when you're in the middle of the fucking woods and my cell phone doesn't work, maybe that's when Psychic Sasquatch can come up and, like, Maybe that's when we can communicate in that way. I don't know. But there is something about being out in nature. Like I love deep woods camping, dude. That's like where me and my wife like to go like in the middle of fucking nowhere where you have to dig a hole to shit. Like you have to go deep out in the woods. There's nowhere. There's nothing. Um, Your cell phone is completely worthless except for taking pictures, you know, that sort of thing. And there's something that I feel more human, I feel more alive I'm fucking happy like the last time like that I think it was around my birthday me and my wife went camping, and my wife is like, you're happy like you, you what the fuck like you have a smile on your face you're fucking like you have energy you're fucking like you're excited like like what's going I was like, and she was like man like I, if we could, I'd sell everything we could so that we could just be out here because you're fucking happy. This is like, you know, I mean, it's, it's fascinating, man. Like I'm, there's nothing that makes me feel better than being out like in the middle of the fucking woods with my family and I'm cooking over a campfire and I'm throwing some fucking steak on, you know, on the fire and we're just, we're like eating and communicating and we're looking up at the stars and like that is the best thing in the world. Maybe I'm more Sasquatch than most, I don't know
0: possibly you're very hairy (laughs) yeah well it's a very different dopamine hit isn't it like you go out to the bush you go camping you go hunting you come home you might be physically drained but it's a good feeling it's a good like a a hard day's work if you've had a hard day's work compared to a day in the office it's two very different types of exhaustion
1: isn't it yeah, it really is, dude, because I remember my first job, uh, I was like a, a, for a fencing contractor. And we would go out in the middle of fucking nowhere and we'd be building these crazy fences like, you know, and, and uh, just working my fucking ass off, like uh, digging post hole ditch, you know, whatever the fuck, and setting fucking posts and hammering and doing all this crazy shit like I would come home happy. I would feel good. I was like, I worked my fucking ass off. I was full of dopamines. I was like, I, and then I had a fucking wad of cash in my pocket because it was all under the table. Fuck you, IRS. (laughs) And, you know, it was fantastic, dude. That was like like the best time of my life when I was like 15, 16 years old with a pocket full of fucking hundreds to work my ass off.
0: That's it. Now imagine what the homesteaders of the future are going to look like in 100, 200 years. Maybe they'll become the Sasquatches. Maybe they're going to be, yeah, yeah. Sasquatch is on his way. <laughs> he is, yeah. yeah. He'll get a full head of hair in no time. Yeah. All right. Well, would, would you like to plug some stuff and let people know where they can find you?
1: Sure, man. Um, we're having fun. Uh, come check us out. We're called The Realities Ours. Um, I'll put like, if you send me the audio, I'll put this out on my feed too. And so I'll send some folks your way too. Perfect. And, um, so yeah, throw, well, yeah, throw some plugs too after I'm done. So, uh, we have a YouTube, you can come check us out on there, but I hate YouTube and and we're getting strikes right and left. So I don't know how long we'll be on there. Uh, but come check us out on Rockfin. Uh, I put out the majority of our videos all for free on rockfin. So you can go over there and just like watch our videos. Uh, there's a couple that I put on our premium just because I think I'm supposed to or something. I don't even know how rockfin works, but uh, a couple of them, but like for the most part, you can watch all of everything that we do is for free and everything that we do is for free on audio as well. So like, but if you want to see the videos, some of the, some of the, anyways, they don't need to hear all the shit, uh, so, but come and watch our, our Sasquatch documentary. I think it turned out really fucking awesome, man. Um, yeah. Ben did a fucking fantastic job putting it together. He really did the, like 90% of the work as far as like editing the videos and putting it all together and doing all the stuff. Like I was just the, I was just the pretty one that talked a lot. That was, that was my job. Like he, he doesn't, he's more of like quiet and introverted and I'm more, you can't get me to shut the fuck up. So like, I'm the guy that won't shut the fuck up and it's a good balance. Yeah, it really is dude. And he's, he's awesome. And then I have some connections to get some cool interviews and then he does like all the technical, really cool shit. So like, yeah, it's Ben is fucking great. Ben did a fantastic job on this fucking documentary and I think it's great. So you should definitely check it out. Um, And what else? I have no idea. Yeah, it's great. Check us out on Rockfin, listen to us on audio uh, and uh, watch her documentary. Yeah, uh, and, keep it going. It's, it's through, really
0: yeah. Well. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm Missing from You're Missing the Point. You can find me on Podbean and iTunes. Um, I'm listed on Instagram as Missing the Point. And yeah, go listen to show. I just have conversations with people about things that interest me and I want to broaden my knowledge base around. Um, and you can also check out Movie Minds, which is a short Jim Carrey series that moral bob and i did where we view his movies hey, looking hey. for
1: conspiracy shout out to moral bob videos. we love you
0: yeah so that's yep. it um go check our stuff out guys and i hope you got something out of this it was originally designed to be a discussion around sasquatch but naturally all these conspiracies
1: into into and with, with each other and i think this is that's exactly it yeah, that's exactly it. All of this shit is intertwined. All of this stuff is connected. All of the high strangeness. Like that like the new young folks that I'm talking to like fuck the old guard. Like it like I like if you're the OGs and you're ready to like move, evolve and like and we're we're ready to do this, like come with us. Like I want some of those old guys to lead the charge. Like they're the fucking generals. Like much respect to the old guys that have been doing this forever. But if you're going to be stuck in your ways, get the fuck out of the way. Because, like, young dudes that are fucking brilliant, like, dude, everybody go check out Chaz of the Dead. That guy's fucking awesome. Like, he's, like, going to, like, the most haunted places in America and the world. That guy goes all over the fucking world and is dropping shit tons of acid or, like, doing DMT in, like, the most haunted places in the world. And you're like, what the fuck? And he's like, all right, let's let's find some ghosts. He's like, let's bust out a Ouija board and do DMT. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) He's a loose (laughs) unit. Yeah, like there's some guys that are really like that are going to do some cool shit. And so like be on the lookout. Be open minded. Let's do let's do this and have some fun. I want some UFO guys looking for Sasquatch and I'll go help. I'll go look for some UFOs. Let's do this together. Like, let's make this a united thing. High strangeness is all connected, like you said. All right,
0: so let's close on this. Old guard, stop digging your heels in and be adaptable. Meet us halfway and let's work together. Fucking A. All right, everybody. Catch you next time. (laughs) See ya.
1: Hey, everybody. It's closing time. You don't got to go home, but you can't stay here.